let's explore Evolution and two other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem, Evolution. Evolution is not a man with two legs and two arms and two eyes and two ears and a nose and a mouth. It is not sentient. It does not actively design or guide or intend anything. Evolution is a label we apply to a naturally occurring phenomena. Go to an open swim meet where folks of every gender and age and body type can participate. Each race selects for only one thing, speed. Sit there and watch, really watch. Do not fiddle with your smartphone or your snacks or your drinks. Just watch. And you will begin to observe patterns. Race after race, as the day marches on, you could see certain body types most likely win, until by the last few competitions, all the participants who themselves had already won several, several races each that day, all seem to look alike in body composition and physical proportion. For that is the body type most likely to excel in that environment doing, during that event. Evolution selects for only one thing, reproduction. Consider organisms, whether profoundly complex or unicellular. All are subject to a myriad of influences, and those influences affect their traits and their behaviors, some of which are quite inert. Others diminish the probability of reproducing, and still other traits increase those chances. If something's behavior does not lead to reproduction, then its traits are not passed on. If something's behavior does, in fact, lead to reproduction, then its traits are passed on. Evolution does not select for happiness. It only selects for reproduction. And yes, in reptiles, this process has given rise to a competitiveness. And in mammals, it can give rise to cooperation. And in simians, it can give rise to cleverness. As humans, high up in, evolution, in evolution's metaphoric tree, we have been neurologically hardwired for competition and cooperation, as well as cleverness.
there will be times when our instinct will scream at us to kill or fuck or cheat or steal. But these instincts were not selected for happiness or peace, but merely reproduction. That is why we must be mindful of our impulses, and that is also why we must let go of them. And that is why we meditate. Like Qui-Gon Jinn, halfway through a duel upon the planet of Naboo. Today's second poem, chapter 6. Let us read from Hatcher's literal translation of the sixth chapter of the Tao Te Ching, also known as the Book of the Beneficial Way. The spirit of the valley does not die. It may be known as the mysterious feminine. The gateway of this mysterious feminine may be known as the source of heaven and earth. Endless, continuous, seeming to exist. To practice this is not effort. Now, let us take a much deeper look. A thing could sometimes be understood by considering its opposite. What could be the opposite of a deep valley? Why, the mountain crests that define it, of course. How does one ascend to a mountain's crest? Through great effort and deliberate effort. This great and deliberate effort which is not sustainable, and could exact a terrible toll, could be described as a patriarchy's young. How could rain, fallen upon a mountain's crest, descend to the valley's depths at its base? No effort nor intention is required, for gravity will do the work. Pulling the water down the mountainside into the valley's depths. Forcing, forming stream, then creek, then river that can effortlessly flow into the sea. This path of effortless action, which is quite sustainable, is the product of centered spontaneity and could be described as matriarchy's yin. The path of yang has no mystery, for a goal is decided upon, and towards that ends, action is taken rigidly, aggressively, fearfully, and quite often ruthlessly. The path of yin is quite mysterious, for no goal is selected, as the choices and utterances and actions of those who traverse Yin's path are not the arduous labor of Yang's scatteredness and contrivance, but rather flow 
from centered spontaneity, as if one was dancing with the Tao, or the Tao, or the Way. The, this path of acquiescence, of effortlessly flowing like a stream into a creek, into a river, into the ocean, is the way the universe itself was formed, not by striving towards goals, but by passively dancing with the natural forces of gravity and electromagnetism and a strong nuclear force and the weak nuclear force. We too could dance with the forces in our life, be they seen or unseen, like water eddying and flowing around boulders in a stream. Instead of writing of the certitude of existence, the author Lao Tzu, or old teacher, writes weakly and loosely and gently of the path as seeming to exist. Upon a patriarchy's path of yang, we find a certitude and rigidity and fear and aggression. But upon a matriarchy's path of yin, we take comfort in the seemingly random dance of incertitude, with flexibility and with peace and with acceptance and with acquiescence and with empathy. Today's third and final poem, More. Love is less about emotion and more about volition, less about what we feel and more about what we intend, less about sentimentality and much more about empathy. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements, so support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us just as you found us as well. If meditation is felt impossible or boring or just out of reach, you're welcome to register at buddhajoy.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week. <laughs>